A lot of things took place this year. A lot of names couldn't make this year. I had another kid, a beautiful daughter, couldn't flake this year. So I made up in my mind that I'ma be great this year. Won't wait this year. Shit, I don't know. You know, life happens. Start to lose people you love to a graveyard or a jail cell. You know, life happens. Look, rolling up, rolling out I am the one they gon' know about When I show up, I be showing out Watch how my story get told about My DNA, know how about it I stay away from the overcrowded Smoking on something that's so astounding Bitch, I'm outside like ain't no more housing I just had to roll my blunt before I hit that curve Let me Welcome back bitch. to the BZ Podcast uh, This is Zay, it goes without saying Thank you for the continued support Shout out to the first time listeners Shout out to the repeated offenders um, You could be driving in your car to or from work You could be at your desk You can still be in your bed Wherever you're at I hope this episode finds you at peace And in a great place um, This is episode 131 and episode two of me doing this alone unfortunately Britt couldn't be here today but uh we couldn't leave you hanging so i'm here manning the forts until she gets back um the song at the top of this episode is called same old same old by an artist that goes by the name of no id um the ig algorithms have really kind of been holding me down as of late so he just popped up on my timeline so make sure you go stream and check out his music also follow him on the gram at n-e-a-u-x period id no id shout out to him um shout out to all the artists i don't think we say it enough you know it's our passion to definitely uh put people on to new sounds new waves new vibes but um y'all contribution to this podcast is never not appreciated and uh we love it i love finding new music and i'm sure our audience loves it as well so there's that uh it's sunday you know what I was thinking about? There is no physical evidence that today is Sunday or tomorrow's Monday, but we just all agree and trust that someone's been keeping count since the first one ever. <laughs> but it's Sunday, right? And it's hot than a motherfucker. Um, I don't have my AC on. It's too noisy while I record, so y'all better appreciate this. I'm sweating a little bit. I got the stomach sweat. You know, a little stomach sweat. Y'all yeah, know what I'm talking about. Um, before we get started, I'd like to take some time out to touch on something. Um, a lot of times on this pod, we, we kind of be ahead of the curve. We talk about some things and then the next week, the memes start flying down the timeline. We kind of we get there first. I don't know if anybody else notices that. So a few weeks ago, we talked about a chicken shortage, which leads us down to this very controversial discussion on the hierarchy of chicken by the cut. We posted a clip. We asked y'all, the listeners, to rank the chicken cuts one through four. And I stand firm in my 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 wing position at number one. But I got to say, man, I got to say that I was I was very, very disappointed in some of these takes. Um, Sierra from at Sierra Eats World. um, She had wings last and it was very blasphemous. And uh, it was looking real dark out here for me. Like I was losing faith in humanity. But, you know, the light always shines through and I I feel vindicated. We reported that there was a chicken shortage, but that wasn't all the way accurate. There is 
actually a wing shortage. So much so that Wingstop, the franchise, Rick Ross franchise, Wingstop sells wings. Ooh, lemon pepper. They're selling thighs. They have to start selling thighs. America has spoken, assholes. America has chose wings as its number one. Give me my flowers. Y'all was bugging. And I shouldn't have doubted myself. No one says, ooh, I'm about to order me some chicken legs. Or, ooh, I'm about to order some chicken breasts right now. It's always, damn, man, I can go for some wings. I'm glad we can put that to rest. And Brittany isn't here right now. There's no pushback. I'm right. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> me and Britt was talking and I was like this is the universe getting us back for all the times y'all motherfuckers was out here using ranch instead of blue cheese or all the like the the tiktok chefs that was making like hot cheeto chicken tenders and shit the universe said no 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 y'all motherfuckers y'all sons of bitches is ungrateful you just taking shit for granted. We're going to have to we're going to have to take wings away from you a little bit. We're going to have to cut down some of this chicken intake because y'all just don't know how to act. Universe said, I don't know how y'all be treating like like beef. I don't know how y'all be treating pork, but chicken don't stand for this. This tomfoolery doing the bullshit. Universe saw that video when they was making chicken out of bread. <laughs> uh, so I got answer for this shit. Huh? Huh? You can do that to, to fish. You ain't going to do that to chicken, nigga chicken got integrity speaking of fish y'all heard about subway Did subway eat fresh <laughs> apparently subway tuna sandwiches don't contain any tuna fish dna uh a lab test commissioned by the new york times two customers are suing saying it's sandwiches have no tuna which the company denies subway says that the restaurants serve 100% wild caught cooked tuna which is mixed with mayonnaise and used in a freshly made sandwiches, wraps, and salads that are served to and enjoyed by our guests. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Ain't shit 100%. Whenever the label say 100%, you get about 60, 67, 67%. There's no math backing what I'm saying right now, but I'm weary of any label that says 100% wild caught. Yeah, right, buddy. Yeah, I used to work for Subway. I worked for Subway for two hours. That's not a joke. I literally worked for two hours. I literally got the job, went to training, and then the owner sold, and they brought in a whole new crew of people. They gave me a check for $11. Fuck Subway. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. The most disappointing thing about this article is that they didn't say what it was. Like, y'all ran tests and stuff, and you told me it wasn't tuna, but what... What is it then? Huh? What is it? What the hell have y'all been eating? <laughs> no wonder Jared lost all that weight. <laughs> What's in the tuna? <laughs> uh, what's in the tuna? Yo, go watch Seaspiracy on Netflix. This shit is not all that surprising. I promise you. They said um, last year an Irish court ruled that the Subway bread had too much sugar in it to be legally considered bread. God damn, how much sugar is that? Then in 2014, Subway took fire for including in its bread a chemical called, what the fuck is that? Azodic carbonyl. Yeah, that can't be good. See, that's not 100%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but which is also a chemical. I can't say that word. I'm sorry, y'all. Azocarbonamide, which is also a chemical used in yoga mats. The company has phased out the chemical. Yoga mats. Yo, if they could put yoga mats in the bread, yo, what they putting in that tuna fish? Honest question. Anyway, I, I don't know who faithfully goes to Subway anyway. You got to do better. Subway can't be your go-to.
Let's get away from food though. Outside is open. Outside is open. I went into a 7-Eleven without a mask on the other day. It felt nuts. I wanted to put a mask back on. It felt like risky, unprotected sex. <laughs> but flights are being booked. Uh, trips are being taken that were once postponed and social media is here to capture all of it. There was a post of a tweet that said it's 28 wheelchairs coming off this flight from the Dominican Republic and Delta is losing their minds trying to find 28 personnels to push these surgery women. It said bitches. I don't like referring to women as bitches. Um, off the flight. Uh, I think it's safe to say that BBLs are getting out of control. I looked at the cost of a, a, a BBL and it's about 8 to 10K in the States. But the cheapest you can find in the Dominican Republic is uh, 3800 Personally, I don't know if I would cut costs there. There's just certain things I won't pay full price. Some things don't need to be discounted, like especially of that magnitude, especially when it's that dangerous. There was like a surgeon on one of those like, I don't know, I think it's like the surgeon guy that was on that show botched or whatever that was saying that surgery is like the most like dangerous procedure and he wouldn't even do it or he doesn't even perform the surgery. But whatever, man, I can 28 more Instagram influencers that are going to sell you waist trainers. <laughs> Or, or convince you that they got this body from doing squats or something. <laughs> Yo, not for nothing. No, I wonder how much like the BBL business props up like the Dominican Republic's economy. Like if we took that business away from them, like would they collapse? I guess it's kind of sad, though. You know, so many people unhappy with their body or feeling like they need to compete. That visual of 28 wheelchairs coming off a flight is crazy, though. That's crazy. It's not a good look. It doesn't look good. Screams insecurity, to be honest. But who am I to judge, you know? Um, this, this is fitting, though, because we're moving into this. Uh, OnlyFans reportedly moving away from pornography as it is seeking a $1 billion valuation. Since the start of 2020, OnlyFans has seen a 40% increase in creators and its total number of users shot from 7.5 million to 85 million, reporting $2 billion in sales with 400 million in revenue. The subscription service caught the attention of venture capital firms and investors, but the not suitable for work image tied to OnlyFans fans has made it difficult to acquire funding aside from making it easier to lock down advertisers only fans could look to move away from its adult content image and pivot towards mainstream media to reach its one billion dollar goal only fans puzzles me though because i didn't know there was that many people that were willing to buy pornography there's so much of it for free online like it was it's a business model that i wouldn't just assume that would work but you know, people are pervs, I guess. I never subscribe to OnlyFans. I never would subscribe to an OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Yeah. Uh, what are the odds that the 28 women from that post went and got their bodies done to start an OnlyFans page? <laughs> These women's got their BBLs right before OnlyFans is moving away from adult content. I'd be livid. Imagine taking your phone off of airplane mode after landing at the gate and your whole torso, ass, and thighs is in the cast and you're getting wheeled through the airport like some Make-A-Wish Foundation kid and you read that? At least it was only 3800 I guess. <laughs> you're not too out of your investment. <laughs> man, do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy, man. It's your life. It's your life. But if OnlyFans does decide to move away from adult content, where does that leave uh, the creators on there? 
Like, I hope they've been saving their money and investing it in something else. Um, They got to know that they were kind of always at the mercy of that platform being available. And should that platform move in another direction, that might limit the way they can uh, reach their audience or whatever the case may be. So I hope they've been uh, investing appropriately. But again, like if there's a void left behind where OnlyFans used to be, I think the free market kind of fills that void. I mean, where else are people going to get pictures of feet and shit? You know, (laughs) there's an audience for that, you know, and they need somewhere to go, you know, so some bright Silicon Valley tech company is working on the replacement for that right now as we speak. Don't worry, thy BBLs will not go out in vain. Speaking of creators, black TikTokers strike to protest against appropriation. A number of black TikTokers are on indefinite strike, refusing to choreograph dances on the app to protest against appropriation of their content by white users. The action has been focused on Megan Thee Stallion's new song, Thought Shit. Nice. Uh, which was released last week. There are 168,000 videos on TikTok using the song as of Thursday afternoon, but unlike WAP, uh, Stallion, and Cardi B's last viral song, there is not a single trending dance to it. And that is deliberate, some creators say. TikTok is known for viral dances, but they are often created by black women who are then not credited or compensated for their work. Users Jalea, uh, Harmon and Kira Wilson, for example, staged viral dances in 2020 to K Camp's Renegade and Meg The Stallion Savage remix, but did not receive credit for them. Meanwhile, white social media stars like Addison Rae took those same dances to larger platforms like the Jimmy Fallon show. So there's like it's twofold. So there's a serious side where it's gross to see black creatives not receiving the credit they deserve. And this has happened throughout history. Elvis. The Elvis situation being one of the biggest calls out, you know, he was considered the king of rock all the while he stole his music from lesser known black acts. And since he was a white man, it was more palatable uh, to mainstream media. So what's also gross about this is that these white beneficiaries have no issue with being praised for things that they did not create. And back to the TikTok shit, like they don't even be doing the dance as well. Like it it don't even be rocking when they do it. It looks like two different dances, tell you the truth. So we all know that side of it, you know, the nasty side, you know, why it's a problem. But we never knew the contrary. Like we would we've never been able to turn off black creativity and then just just see what happens. What happens when you turn off the black creativity machine? And I don't think we ever had a vehicle to really do it. And TikTok has served as a vehicle to really do it. So it's been really cool to see uh, just in a microcosm how big of an influence black creativity has on mainstream media. And part of that coolness is hilariousness, because I don't know if y'all seen this, but, you know, this this thought shit song's been out for a little while and some of the white creators have been trying to make dances and it looks abominable. It just screams mediocrity. It's horrible. It's horrible, but hilarious. Meg says, hands on my knees on my thought shit. Like those are clear instructions and they couldn't even follow the instructions. You know, they, they failed the assignment. 
They didn't understand it. They did not understand it. You know, I was having a conversation recently with somebody and I was like kind of advocating about how, you know, black culture influences everything. Like, you know, what I mean, kind of makes the world go around everything like you can see black culture and everything. And I'm not saying the person was disagreeing with me, but like I was trying to and trying to get my point across like. I don't I don't think it was fully being taken in, but I love that, you know, I can point to this as evidence of it, you know. Shout out to the to the to the black TikTok community, the black creators, the people that went on strike. They don't play around. This new generation of kids do not play around. Like like we all knew, like even growing up, or even looking back as far as Elvis and stuff, people knew that they were shutting it down. But I, I guess they didn't really have the the vehicle like a TikTok or social media to be as vocal about it. So I won't judge that much. But shout out to the shout out to the black creators for making this happen. This is great. But the ebb and cycle is we help popularize a platform. Uh, industry takes notice. Industry tries to find a way to benefit from that momentum and that that uh, community that's been created and then doesn't give the credit or doesn't follow through with giving the credit. You know, TikTok dances are the new rollout. And if industry wants to continue using TikTok dances as the rollout, you're going to have to use that same power to make sure that the right people get accredited. It's only right. I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't know where this leads, but um, I think the game has kind of always been, you know, post like slavery and shit. Like, how do we get black people to do stuff for free? And it's always like this back way. It's the 360 deals. It's the it's this situation. So it's almost like we got to just have the foresight to see, you know, what's on the horizon. Because if this they said an indefinite ban, if this if they never start creating again, they're going to find another way to use black culture to benefit the 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 machine, the mainstream media. So be on the lookout. Moving on to a uh, more serious topic, um, Britney Spears is in court right now over uh, her what is called a conservatorship. Um, now, full details of the situation aren't public. They've been sealed by the court, although apparently not sealed at Spears request, as she told the judge she wanted them public. So a few uh, excerpts came out of her testimony, and I'm just going to read a couple of the quotes. Um, this is Britney Spears saying, I have a IUD in my body right now that won't let me have a baby and my conservators won't let me go to the doctor to take it out. She also added that she was on lithium. They took me off of my dr same drug for five years and put me on lithium. It's a strong drug. It was like I was drunk. She also added that she did not want to do the 2018 tour, but that her own management could sue her if she did not follow through. Now, this is a horrible story, and it made me look into what conservatorship is, which reminded me that I did see this before. So under U.S. law, conservatorship is the appointment of guardian or a protector by a judge to manage financial affairs and or daily life of another person due to old age or physical or mental limitations. A person under conservatorship is a conservatee, uh, a term that can be referred to uh and as an adult now i saw a special on this and there's 
of course, dirty business. Um, there's a dirty business of deeming people, usually older folk with minimal family that live alone and capable of taking care of themselves. Uh, they get evaluated. The state appoints a guardian, usually employee of the state to handle all their financial affairs. Now, in theory, if a person uh, really is in danger or in danger to themselves and living alone and they can't take care of themselves. This seems like a viable solution um, to take care of the elderly. But where it gets fishy is when they take these elderly folk, say they need 24 hour care and they can't get that in their homes. They move them into a facility and now the state is in charge of their property and all their finances. The state can sell their belongings and keep profits, which uh, the appointed guardian gets paid to orchestrate the sales of these belongings. So it doesn't take a genius to recognize a business plan in this in which you convince a judge that this person is unfit to take care of themselves. And with the help of a doctor might be a paid off doctor, who knows? It's not out of the realm of possibility. They move this person into an assisted living home and they can sell their house and belongings and pretty much get all the profit and all the profit be gained by the state. Like, um, Y'all should watch this movie on Netflix. It's called I Care A Lot. Uh, it does a good job in showing how this can be abused. Now, there's something to be said of people that are not capable of making decisions due to physical or mental health. But the mental health issue is like a slippery slope, you know, because um, once you're admitted into an institution, that admission follows you. I'm sensitive to that. Like I, I've seen that personally in my life. Now, back to Britney Spears. This isn't some old lady. I mean, this is a megastar. This is big business. There's a lot to gain having control over her life. And when looking into this, I didn't see much of a route to remove yourself from a conservatorship. So I believe that's the reason why she's in court, which leads me to believe that she's at the mercy of her conservator and or the state. This is a horrible story. I mean, this goes way beyond a 360 deal. This goes way beyond bad uh, contract and financial. I mean, she seems like she doesn't even have autonomy over her body, which, you know, at a certain point, like we're all going to get old, God willing. Um, at a certain point, there's going to be decisions made about our bodies and stuff like that. You lose autonomy as you get higher in age. But we're not talking about some old lady like we're talking about somebody who is still young and wants to live a life the way she sees fit. You know, this is terrible. This is a terrible thing. And, you know, once that power is is signed over, like that's the one thing. Power never gets given back. It's the one thing that's taken it, but never gifted. And it's like, how do you prove you're competent? You know, I don't know the history or the background. I don't know if she had she was admitted into an institution or anything like that. But like, how do you? Oh, yeah, I'm good. How do you prove you're fine? You know, and you have somebody fighting with you saying that you're not fine. That'll drive you crazy, to be honest. And I can't imagine being in a public eye while doing this. Mm. Well, it looks like she lost. Um, Looks like. Looks like uh, her motion to remove her father as a conservator was shot down by the judge. That's just sad. That's just sad. Prayers to Brit. Nee. <laughs> and Brit. <laughs> um, moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, the BET Awards. Um, the BET Awards was this past Sunday. And uh, 
surprised I didn't watch it. I never do. Um, I haven't cared about it since I was like in high school, you know, back at a time where like you really idolize celebrities. And as an adult, like I just don't do that anymore. I think my like disinterest in it is like it's like a mix of them being my peers and or I'm just getting old and I just don't identify really with what's going on. You know what? I like to highlight that statement before uh, I get into this. Like I'm slowly, slowly becoming a grandpa, like an old fuddy duddy that's like cynical about everything. Like and I'm aware of this. So please take whatever I say with a grain of salt. You know, I have my moments where it really shows too. <laughs> funny enough, funny enough. Earlier this week, I went to go buy some hoop and sneakers. I'm still trying to play basketball. I'm still still on these courts, son. I'm still trying to keep up with these teeny boppers. And I need a new pair of basketball sneakers. So I, I hit them all up before I go to the courts. I'm thinking I can make a quick, quick pickup. It's not going to be that crazy. I'm just looking for some regular basketball sneakers. I go into Foot Locker. Foot Locker has a whole section called House of Hoops. House of Hoops is just nothing but basketball sneakers. And I'm I'm perusing down. And I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking. And every bit of sneaker is just got every colorway possible it's like purple turquoise and orange and 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 glitter and the razzle dazzle and under my breath i'm like man i just need i just i just need me a good old black sneaker like <laughs> like and i think like one of the sales associates heard me say that shit and i can i can only imagine just like yeah this old nigga still trying to play basketball get out of here like you better go pick up that like nike dad shoe or some shit like like why are you in here trying to get these sneakers but for real i don't know why it's so hard to get just a regular colorway and then the fucked up part about it the stuff that does have the regular colorway is the more expensive stuff like i'm not dropping 150 to go play basketball around the corner it's not that serious but anyway this just goes to show that I'm getting older. I guess the kids like the razzle-dazzle. You know, then you take a jab stick and Skittles fly out your shoe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I'm definitely getting off task. Let's, let's get back to it. So it's BET Awards. Everybody shows up. Um, you pretty much get a play-by-play action of all the highlights, stuff that stuck out on your timeline if you are on social media. And I guess, like, the most, like, controversial thing to talk about is Lil Nas X performance. Uh, I guess at the end, I saw clips of it. He tongued down one of his dancers. He's booty popping. Um, But I'm not even going to attack it at that angle. Um, I think as a whole, from what I've seen and the highlights and what just goes viral and what everybody tends to gravitate towards, as a whole, it's just like this whole event is nasty. This whole event is just full of bad behavior. And when I say bad behavior, I'm not one to judge. And maybe, again, this is just me being old and just, uh, but um, if this is the, the Black Entertainment Awards and this is the stage in which the rest of the world gets the best representation of black culture, is this showing how diverse is this showing how multifaceted and layered our, our culture is or are we just selling sex? Are we just selling sex? Can black culture exist without selling sex? That's my question. And this isn't a rant that's just reserved for women. This isn't a rant that is reserved for little Nas X. If you know anything about, you know, the history of of take the Harlem Renaissance, um, if you got a chance Check out one of our first, I think it's our first episode, first episodes is called uh, New Black Renaissance, where we dove into the Harlem Renaissance. Um, but if you do know, there's always been a battle of of the narrative 
the narrative, the black narrative. There's always been a battle of the image that is portrayed of black people up until um, the Harlem Renaissance. The portrayal of black people to the masses was controlled by white establishment. And we fought that. We created art. We created music. We created we entered in every facet of creativity in order to shed us into a a new light. You can't treat us a certain way when we show this expertise or this level of excellence in all of these creative endeavors. We know BET is in black owned, but now more than ever, we're at a time where we can really portray ourselves in any light that we choose. And if you remove yourself from the fandom and you remove yourself from um, what's hot and trendy um, and ask yourself, honestly, is this the best portrayal of black culture? What would you say? What would you say? Everything is sexualized. Everything is sexualized. In the real world, uh, women don't want to be sexualized. But when it's up on stage and put on a pedestal, it's praised. You know, this is no shot. This is no shot whatsoever to, you know, make the styling or whatever. But whenever she's on stage, it's twerk season. Like, take away all the sexuality. How much talent is left? Who's really talented out there? That's the question. Who's really talented without the gimmicks, not even just sexuality, without the gimmicks, um, without having to kiss somebody on stage? What's left? And I'm not saying these people aren't talented. What I'm saying is as a whole, it's all the same shit. There's just no diversity. And you want to know the one bright spot? Tyler, the creator. Think about the artistry. Think about every performance that you saw. And then think about his performance. That's not a person that's relying on a gimmick. That person had a set, a vision, a creative asset. And that shit was only two minutes long. Meanwhile, Cardi B's sexual ass outfit with a baby twerking on stage. It's weird. It's weird. And if I had to, to comment on Little Nas's ex uh, uh, controversy, um, there is a high level of homophobia. Um, attached to the response of it it's definitely not anything that you miss online however tyler the creator has come out multiple times in his music but the difference is his sexuality has never superseded his talent as far as level of importance uh his his contribution to the world with his music and his visuals and stuff have always taken precedent over what he identifies as and i think people respect that people have a sense of when things are being done just for clout and i've seen like the response online is he's a troll he loves doing things that get people people riled up but our question is like when did when did trolls become cool you know i don't know i personally think trolling is corny behavior it's lame lame energy i remember earlier on in the pod um it was like I don't know, it was probably like maybe a year and a half ago or whatever. And it wasn't on the actual pod itself. It was during a pre-production and we were just going over topics or whatever. And the, the topic of, you know, coming out, um, coming out came up. And I think I said something that was kind of insensitive, to say the least. And um, that's why I love having Brit around because she'll check me on certain shit. But I said something of this sort of, you know, at a certain point coming out 
can't be a thing. It can't be something that's celebrated. It has to just exist. It has to get to a point where this isn't breaking news. And Brit was quick to reply, like, well, we're just not at that point yet. And until we are at that point, um, people have to make themselves visual until it becomes just a normal part of life. And I said, you know, that is absolutely correct. And thinking about it now, if normalcy is the goal, which I assume to be the goal, if I'm incorrect, someone please come and check me. Um, the, the coming out part of it can't be attached to troll behavior or shouldn't be attached to troll behavior. Um, it, it, you, your coming out shouldn't be a middle finger to the world. You know, the more you attach it to controversy, the more it's going to stay like polarizing or taboo thing. And I think trying to get away from that. Just some thoughts. I hope I didn't offend anybody. It's all love. Peace and love. Peace and love. But off him, like, the response I see is, oh my god, such and such ate. Did she really eat? Is she full? <laughs> is, is she full? <laughs> or did her performance look like a variation of every other performance? Or did insert blank X artist name? look like a variation of every other performance because the content is all the same i think i'm just bored of the content i'm bored with sex drugs and money everything's sex drugs and money <laughs> or maybe i'm just not hip i might be old like i said before um let me know what do y'all think what do y'all think about this um Moving on, Shikari Richardson, the 21-year-old woman that ran 100 meter in 10.72 seconds, the sixth quickest time in history, was on her way to the Olympics in Tokyo after qualifying, winning with a time of 10.86. <laughs> I'm saying the numbers like I'm all into it. Like, that's one thing about black people. No concept of the sport, but if somebody's going off in it and they black, we just all for it. No matter what the sport is, neither. It could be curling. Like, let some black dude get into curling and just be sliding and gliding on niggas with that little metal thing. We'll treat that nigga like Jordan. <laughs> we'll get the posting about it and all that. Anyway, back to Shikari. Um, it comes out that she failed a drug test, not PDs, performance enhancing drugs, no Mexican beef, no steroids, marijuana, weed, Mary Jane. And now she uh, is banned from competing in the Olympic Games. This has caused uh, uh, a plethora of other athletes uh, speaking up and speaking out in support of her um, fans. It's just a lame situation. Um, to be clear, she lives in a state in which weed is 100% legal for recreational use at that. But doesn't matter. Um, we're ass backwards and weed is still looked at as a schedule one drug totally ridiculous there's nothing performance enhancing about marijuana i think it's even more impressive that she broke a record and smoked weed huh those old drug commercials ain't never told me i could be an olympic athlete they was too busy cracking eggs in the skillets and saying that was my brain they told me weed was a gateway drug to where a wheaties box <laughs> what a like grasping as straws moment this is how lame how lame do you got be to be sitting up on the council that decides whether this this amazing athlete can compete over weed 
I don't know if there's anybody in the world that still thinks it's a bad thing and can say it with a straight face. It's either you're just severely stubborn and stuck in your ways or just misinformed. Now, she did make a statement. Um, she did tweet. She said, I am human. Um, she also stated that this was at a time where she was grieving over the recent passing of her mother. So my heart goes out to her. I can't imagine how that feels. I can't imagine to have to be locked in and still stay true to your passions while you're dealing with that type of uh, grief. The flip side of that as well is that you knew you were getting tested. You could have laid off the weed. But I'm not here to judge her more than I am to judge the Olympic Association. The same organization that just ruled out swimming caps for natural black hair. Saying it, quote, does not fit the natural form of the head. If this ain't an attack on black women, I don't know what it is. The same Olympic Association that is letting a transgender woman compete with biologically born women in weightlifting. Breaking all types of women's records. And that there is a question of, of fairness in this Shikari situation. I don't even think it's a question of fairness. It's just marijuana. As corrupt as the Olympics has been, I think we can let this slide. I think we'll be all right. Like, who's really stuck on this? Like, the only person that cares about this is probably the dare lion itself. <laughs> the dare lion is just like shaking his head in disapproval. I wonder if they still do dare. It didn't work. Everybody is doing drugs. <laughs> Oh shit, this just then, there's a viral video uh, that shows flames boiling on the surface of the Gulf of Mexico. This, this was caused by a gas line rupture. Oh my god. That looks like fucking hell. This looks like the spawn of hell. This looks like a portal to hell. You, you guys have probably seen this by the time you're hearing this. This is nuts. They're spraying water on top of water. This is insane. We just fuck shit up, huh? And the aliens apparently haven't seen enough yet. They're still watching this sitcom. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of aliens, y'all see this dude, uh, Jeff Bezos? It says, Jeff Bezos will be flying to space on a first crewed flight of the New Shepard, the rocket ship made by his space company. Yeah, to have a space coming, you got to have a lot of money. Um, Blue Origin, the flight is scheduled for July 20th, just 15 days after he set to resign as CEO of Amazon. Okay, I've seen enough. This man is an alien. He's not fooling anybody. This nigga that took all the resources from Earth and is returning home. Mission accomplished. <laughs> this nigga is not coming back. All these recent UFO sightings been him traveling back and forth. <laughs> what an asshole though, yo. This dude can end poverty like 17 times over, but he just gonna take a trip out of space just to go up there and come back. He not even dropping like this not even for research. Like they're not even sending a drone to Mars. There's no rover landing on the moon to get samples or nothing. This is just him going up and coming back down. How much fossil fuels used? How much carbon is getting released in the atmosphere for this one trip? He got, you know, you know what I like about this situation is because like, you know, when like people break up, that's usually when you get on your shit, like you start working out. He just recently got divorced and it looks like, you know, he's fit. He's been working out and stuff like that. So it's, it's good to see that like that type of pettiness of flexing on your ex isn't only reserved for us peons. Like it doesn't matter how much money you get. There's still a substantial amount of pettiness after a breakup. It's just ours is like, we're we going to go to the gym. We're going to get fit. 
post on Instagram. Make sure they see the stories. We might take some self-help classes, read some books and stuff. This nigga's going to outer space. He has the money to go to outer space. He is going to flex on his ex in orbit. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Fuck you. <laughs> I wasn't the man she wanted, so I became the man she couldn't have. <laughs> it's a pandemic, bitches. <laughs> This is the most fuck you money this planet has ever seen. <laughs> I'm honestly impressed. They give me that amount of money. There ain't no way I'm not going out of space on y'all. I'm going to change my Instagram photo to me in a spaceship window with two middle fingers up with an alien. With an alien. <laughs> with an alien. <laughs> that is how y'all going to find out aliens exist. That's the type of money. That's F you money. Not for nothing. Does it ever cross anybody else's mind that the two richest people in jeff bezos and elon musk are obsessed with outer space and are investing in an absorbent amount of money into space travel as if they're trying to get out of here i want to know what they know all of a sudden amazon it isn't important anymore and i gotta go to outer space seems fishy <laughs> to say the least um i think i'm about to wrap this up hmm. all right before i do story time um shout out nay nay reached out to me on the last episode i do by myself and she suggested that i do some type of like crime thing and this is not exactly that but it is some crime shit and it's close to home and it's crazy all right so check it i'm playing basketball about two weeks ago at a park in a couple towns over right i've run into one of my homeboys that i ain't seen in a minute now every time we get together we can barely play a game of basketball because we laugh so much so we're playing ball it's like four on four and he's on the other team we're guarding each other and we're busting jokes and we're laughing geeking cracking up um i know him and i know my homeboy that i came with I think that's the only people that I knew at the time. The other dudes are just some randoms, right? So there's two guys there, right? They look young. Um, everybody's like laughing and stuff. And anytime you go to interact with them, they just seem off. Like they're just, just a little weird. You know what I'm saying? We thought they was on drugs. No lie. No lie. We thought we, they was on that K2 stuff. They just weren't all the way there. I thought even maybe they was on the spectrum. One of them had the wave cap with the cape out with the cape out the only time you see that is on the actual package itself and it's bow wow and he wasn't chad moss it was a mess it was just like black air force one energy coming from them and apparently that wasn't the only thing that was coming from them because during the game as i'm playing i'm getting a whiff of just diabolical ass like like it just stink it's it's poop <laughs> <laughs> yeah i still have it poop is poop must is it, just caked up must and every now and then you just get a whiff of this joint right and i guess i'm the last to notice at this point i don't know who it's coming from so like my dumb ass out of nowhere just goes hey yo some stink right so everybody starts laughing right so people cracking up and stuff and i'm like kind of dead serious but then like my homeboy that I came with kind of gave me this look like he walked over and he was like, yo, you need to chill out. Right. So then I felt bad because, you know, if these if apparently it was them. Right. And if they are on the spectrum, then I apologize. Like, that's not nice. Right. So I chilled out the rest of the game. You know, I, I chilled out. I relaxed, stopped cracking jokes and we finished the game. OK, so that's my part of the story. So a week later. I get a text message with an article attached to it from my homeboy that I went with, that I was playing with. And I click on the article. 
and I'm going to read you some of this article. NJ Brothers charged with Richland Township homicide. Bucks County authorities have identified the man whose body was found in a wooded area on East Pumping Station Road, Richland Township. He has been identified as 26-year-old Kevin Rosario from Somerset, New Jersey. Rest in peace, Kevin. Two teen brothers, 17-year-old Joshua Gamble and 19-year-old Anthony Gamble, also for Somerset, New Jersey, have been charged with criminal homicide and other related charges. Joshua Gamble, 17, is being charged as an adult. Other charges include criminal conspiracy, possession of an instrument of crime, and tampering with evidence. The investigation into this case began at 12.03 a.m. Thursday, where a PA state trooper spotted what he believed to be a disabled vehicle on the 500 block of East Pumping Station near Heller Road. The silver Subaru's blinkers were flashing. A second car, an Audi with Florida registration, was parked a short distance away from the Subaru. Rosaro's body was uncovered a short distance in the woods after a trooper noticed blood on the brothers and in the Audi. A large bloody knife was found on the passenger floor of the Audi and initial investigation showed the victim sustained stab wounds to his head neck upper chest and arm according to Bucks County District Attorney Matt Weintraub the Gamble brothers have no apparent connection to Richland Township authorities believe the homicide occurred in the Bucks County which gave Wintraub's office jurisdiction on the case the case is being investigated by Bucks County detectives Pennsylvania State Police and Richland Township Police and is assigned to the prosecution blah 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 I scroll down I see two mugshots and it is the niggas that we were playing basketball a week earlier with killers. I was playing basketball with killers and I was talking shit that may could have ended badly. Crazy, horrible story, horrible story. Um, prayers to all the families that are involved and uh, watch your mouth. You, you never know who you're talking to. Thank you for listening to another episode of the BZ Podcast. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for uh, uh, sticking it out during this transition. Again, we appreciate all the likes, subscribes, the views, the 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 feedback. Make sure you keep tapping in, and we're gonna catch up on the next one. Enjoy your drive too. Enjoy your drive from. Enjoy your work day, and have a great week. Catch you later. <laughs> Check. Look, rolling up, rolling out. I am the one they gon' know about. When I show up, I be showing out. Watch how my story get told about. My DNA, no hoe about it. I stay away from the overcrowded. Smoking on something that's so astounding. Bitch, I'm outside like ain't no more housing. I just had to roll my blunt before I hit that curb. Let me park this bitch. And I can sell salt to a snail to the snail. He ain't never had salt like this. I know you probably seen a lot of pimp niggas walk. You ain't never seen walk like this. You ain't never heard a talk like this. You ain't never seen smoke like this. Hold on, let me lift my fist. Proud to be black. Niggas living like they proud to be wet. Never really gave a fuck about 12 and everything they hate. I'm proud to be there. Hey, Lord, damn it, I'm starting hope cause it ain't gonna change. So, shit, riding down the same old ship, see the same old thing. Fuck. Hey, pulled up for the petrol, I mean, propane. Oh, look, I just on the blast here talking about the same old game. Shit, fuck all my enemies. 
Only come around when that shit benefit you He must think that I'm stupid or something He must think I won't lose it or something Backing them down like I'm in or something Back in the booth, I'm attacking the booth I see black in the booth, blow the pack in the booth And I never really had to act in the booth I'm a Mac in the booth and I'm packing the truth I feel this shit all in my soul I hear this shit all in my rhymes And God told me I got control Been helping me lighten the load Gotta keep it G and live by the gold Plus I'm knowing that he favored the boat I've been going everywhere I belong Even if I gotta go there alone, it don't even really matter no more Got a problem when I gotta wait on a nigga, cause these niggas be moving too slow Real full of dollars, I gotta go get a lot of hand, no time to be waiting no more Look in his face and see hate on the low, but I look at the top and see greatness for sure Nigga